This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Welcome back to Becky Well Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Folks, best in market first touchdown score odds belong to BetMGM. They are offering some of the best odds in market for the first touchdown prop this NFL season. Log in and win with the king of sports books today. It's funny, uh, we had Jason Lockenfora on in the last segment, and it was one of those things where I was kind of biting my tongue because he started to cite uh, rugby positions and uh, explain <laughs> that sport and lack thereof and things like that. It's like, you know what? If I had no willpower whatsoever, I know how this show could go off the rails. And it would be to mention that one position in rugby is called the hooker. And I know Joe would have fun with that. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> what position is that? What do they do as the hooker? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Just no. ask him. No, but seriously, no. like, what, do you, what, do you, what are your responsibilities? Where are you? Uh, they're they're up at the front. It's not in the street, so basically. They're up in front. <laughs> yes, they're they're at the front of the. Well, the, why the are you called there. the hooker? So you have to... But not you, but because why? They're, they're the ones. Well, obviously not. Uh, no, they're the ones who sort of crash in, and they're like one of the last, uh, you know, offensive players as you're going toward the goal line. So, okay, it, it's actually a really important <laughs> position. Okay, very very good. Yeah, I know nothing about the sport and Jason doesn't either, but I understood uh-huh. where he was coming from. Uh, that not to be a company man, but that Reedy just did for BetMGM about first touchdown scores. I have noticed that we always preach, get the best number and all that, especially with any time touchdown mm-hmm. or first touchdown score, because it is a wide range from sports book to sports book. And mm-hmm. yeah, there are certain sites that you can use where you can find the best price. And I, I do see BetMGM come up a lot uh, when it comes to first touchdown, like you'll see players at, you know, I was considering yesterday for any time touchdown. Then they look at first time, like first touchdown, like, wow, 30 to one, 30 to one. And on these Island games that we're about to break down, I am a sucker for that. I'm probably down bad over, over my lifetime, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm definitely one of those people that, that will go first touchdown of the game uh, in primetime spots like tonight. Of course. 
I noticed BetMGM has the best numbers for a lot of props uh, this week, so it's been it's yeah. been good. They stepped it you up. Know, if you're, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Exactly. If you're gonna go with one book, because I know some of my friends who are just casual betters, might as well just go with BetMGM. Exactly. I mean, you're getting the best numbers, so and and you know that it's reliable. So why would you, you know, sort of waste the time, so to speak? I mean, I understand due diligence, but still, though, you know. One book's being consistent, and so that's definitely mm-hmm. the place to start and in all likelihood mm-hmm. the place where you're going to be finishing. So uh, thank you, BetMGM, for that. Okay, Monday Night Football, Bills and Jets. Buffalo is a one-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. The total is 45-and-a-half. Do you have a play for side or total, Joe? Uh, I do. I I find it interesting that th- this number was two, been – two and a half consistently and it did touch three last week but that was short-lived and now I'm looking across I see two everywhere no not everywhere it's one and a half at BetMGM that's the only one and a half out there interesting I, I wonder what that means if anything they're the only one and a half out there uh, I, I am more interested in the total it's what Jason was just uh, giving out that if I'm going side or total, it's weird. You ever, you ever make plays for um, a Monday game and you make your bet or you make your pick or whatever, contest, whatever, and as you get closer, you're feeling less and less comfortable with the play? That's kind of where I am with the Bills. I, I do still think we'll be all right, um, but I don't love it as much as I did the other day. And it's just as I've – taking a dive into this game a little bit more i i do i am curious i'm still confident in the bills i think people are fading them way too much they're looking for reasons to go against them after what we saw yesterday and i don't know that that and i'm not saying this is the reason to do it but it i i look more at what we saw last year and i do look at last year and obviously you have the biggest quarterback upgrade to rogers but sauce gardner was such a difference maker and he did such an awesome job against these top flight receivers. And we're really talking about Diggs and an MVP contender in Josh Allen. They, this defense shut them down both times they played. They split in the matchups, but offensively, they couldn't do anything. Allen averaged 176 passing yards between the two games. He had one passing touchdown, two interceptions in those two, two games. Diggs averaged four catches, 65 yards, did not score in either game. Gabe Davis didn't score in either game. Like they've, they really shut down the passing game, which is super impressive. And uh, on the Jets side, what really stands out to me, O-line. Aaron Rodgers might be running for his life tonight. It's going to be a good thing, uh, no Von Miller, but when, when you look at the most important spots on that line, guys, they're injured. They're injured, so... I it might be tough for Aaron Rodgers in his first game. A lot of new teammates. I know he brought a lot of friends with him, but uh, that's going to be fascinating. This Jets defense was so strong against the Bills offense last year. They're going to have to do it again for the Jets to be in this game because uh, that O-line doesn't look pretty. It looks like it's going to be mostly Dalvin Cook, guys. Um, He didn't get there till August, and Brees Hall returned to practice in August, it sounds like the workload is going to be uh, much in favor of Cook. 
Yeah, I'm with you on the Jets' defense. I think a lot of the focus in the offseason has been on Aaron Rodgers, people talking about Garrett Wilson, but this defense is really what's going to help this team be successful, and that's what was working for them last year. Joe mentioned the two matchups last year as well. What I think I'm going to be looking more at props, uh, maybe like Josh Allen interception. It is kind of juiced, minus 135, but I think mm -hmm. he'll have at least one. Um, also you could look at maybe Dalvin cook. Do we think Garrett Wilson is going to be, uh, Aaron Rodgers' new favorite target? That's what's hard for me to pinpoint with not a very large sample size. So I may stay away from Garrett Wilson props, but I'm on a new Cade move over Cade Otten. It's Dalton Kim Cade season. I think he could, oh, I think he could have dear. a big game. That was the stretch. I'll be that here. Was a stretch. I'll be here all day. <laughs> not all week. <laughs> so 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 jake's not gonna I'm, play the booze on that Mitch. one but but we'll we'll get right some, yeah didn't get that one all right Boo. Uh, okay. i will i will tail the josh allen to throw a pick though i i think yeah Love you it. know you're paying a price here but i think that's a yeah. great play in large part yeah. because look maybe i'm a little more bearish on this jets defense just because i think coverage isn't as sticky from one season to the next. And I'm not so sure that Sauce Gardner can replicate the fantastic rookie campaign that he had. He may come back down to reality a little bit. Maybe he won't, but I don't think it's a guarantee that this pass defense is going to be exceptional. So knowing that, I still feel like that Josh Allen is going to try and distribute the football uh, enough, and it's probably going to lead to some kind of a mistake. Last year, the whole Gabe Davis thing really didn't work out. I wonder if, say, they're nope. going to try that again. Uh, the Stefan Diggs thing, like, are, are they going to be in, in, you know, the right communication? That, to me, is a big question. And then you're looking at your tertiary receivers for the Bills. And so this is one of those things where I can see some easy miscommunication leading to an interception or two, and that's going to be fine. Or this secondary really is spectacular. There are no weak links. And Allen's going to be picking on the wrong DB. So any one of those paths will work out as far as Josh Allen uh, throwing an interception. Joe, you mentioned this idea of the Bills' backfield and what that's going to mean. Well, if you believe in the reports, it looks like James Cook is the guy now. And it's not going to be running back by committee. And if that's the case, he's going to get enough carries to go over 43 and a half rushing yards at minus 115. It is a tough matchup against the Jets. It looks like the run defense could be okay, but again, it's not sticky from one season to the next. Might come back down to reality, but I trust the reports and you know those who are there all the time who say, yeah, James Cook's going to be the guy, so give me the over 43 and a half rushing yards for him. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What about Dalvin? He's going to be the guy, right? And did you see his numbers 46 and a half? I was mm. surprised by That's that. Low. That seems yeah. awfully low. I don't know if there's this expectation. You know, there's always the reports. Okay, 
this guy's going to get that much. You don't know until the game gets going. Uh, that number seems really low, so I might be interested in that one. I think Garrett Wilson has to be his guy. Now, is it going to start Same. in game one? Like, he's the most talented guy, and, and Rodgers is no dummy when it comes to that. 68 and a half, five and a half receptions for Garrett Wilson. I'm not going to bet him, but um, I think he's got to be the guy there. So I'm interested in the, the Dalvin Cook on the Jets side. And on the Bills side, I think I'm going to play under on Allen. It's 245 and a half passing yards. 245 and a half, just oh, the way low. they shut him down. It is. I mean, low. yeah, he, he, he's, yeah, they're taking into account the matchup. But let's see, what did he pass for last year against them? 205, 147. Like they, they weren't even close. So if he goes for 300 against okay. this Jets defense, I will be surprised. And mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give him all the credit in the world. You know, I might. Interception, I love. I hate the juice. I really wish it wasn't juice. I know. We're even money, mm-hmm. But the inter- interception makes perfect sense. Yep, that makes perfect sense. Uh, on, on the Kincaid front, a part of me is thinking that he's going to go out of his way to feed Dawson Knox and send the message like, you're still our guy. You were our red zone guy last mm. year. You're still our guy. We're going to work both of you guys in. So, I mean, Dawson Knox for an anytime touchdown is plus 410. And I saw 20 to 1 for first touchdown, too. So, it, would, it wouldn't surprise me if, if both, both are worked in and we know how tight ends struggle in the rookie season and it's game number one against a great defense. I don't know that this is a spot where they, they want to force feed Kincaid, but certainly Knox. I mean, that's, that's a security blanket for, for a long, long time now. Hmm. Did you guys look at um, anyone on the Jets to to get an interception like DJ Reed or something like that? You could get some Oof. pretty good value. It's like five to one. Hmm. Um, so, so if I think Josh Allen is throwing one, maybe I need to look at more value on the other side. I was thinking, you know. Yeah, he's not going to be throwing at sauce, Perhaps. right? Like nobody nobody throws at sauce. Right. And that's just it. Like, unless there's some sort of zone coverage where you lose sauce, maybe it can happen then. But if it's going to be a lot of man-to-man, you know exactly where you're not throwing it. So I wonder yep. if, say, uh, you know, you want to try and mix and match and sort of disguise things, and that's probably, uh, you know, the way this will turn out. One prop that I find really intriguing, and I'm probably leaning to the under, but I want to throw it out there see what you guys think. Josh mm-hmm. Allen's rushing prop it annoys me to no end that he subjects himself to harm as much now look he's a big guy I understand that he's really athletic but you can't constantly get hit when you're taking off you can't keep absorbing all of this contact at some point you are going to wear down and I wonder if now is the time where maybe he doesn't run as much or maybe he goes out of bounds a little bit more, but he's not constantly having these draw plays uh, that he calls or you know, the sneaks where he goes right up the middle and then he just goes as hard as he can. And then, you know, someone has to physically take him down. The number is 36 and a half. I feel like this is now that year where you have to adjust. If you're Allen, the under feels right to me. What do you guys think? Uh, are you saying fewer designed runs? Yes. Okay. 
That's something we saw with Fields. And I was calling BS on the Bears coaching staff that, yeah, okay, I'll believe it when I see it. But as far as design runs, we didn't see it. Um, If they take that away, that's going to – I understand the thought process that we'd rather have you for every single week than a few more design runs per game. It's an interesting debate going on in the league right now. Like, how do you thread that needle? How much is too much? When do we need to stop? Yeah, I know. It's And in week one, is it worth it to have, I don't know, like seven, eight designed runs as opposed to, you know, three or four? And, you know, people point to the Hurts injury last year, and it's fair to do that because of his style of play. But he was not hurt running the football. That's not how he got injured last year, and, and that gets lost on a lot of people. Um, it's fascinating how coaches are going to handle this moving forward. seems early in the season that to look at it and say, okay, let's not put our guy in harm's way. I wonder if the Bills do that. Uh, Aaron, you, you mentioned trying to, to land on a Jets player to get the pick. Uh, in his two-interception game against the Jets last year, it ended up being Sauce Gardner and Jordan Whitehead, if that does anything. Mm. I have another angle, but maybe I'll wait for lightning bets because we're out of time. Okay. Nice. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, can Baker Mayfield actually lead the Buccaneers to an NFC South crown? It's let's go or hell no right here on the BetQL Network.